In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome back to this special bonus episode of Betches Brides. I'm Nicole Pellegrino, your host for today's special bonus episode, which is brought to us by Restylane, the original aesthetic hyaluronic acid filler. I'm so excited that Restylane partnered with us today because they're all about helping you look your best as you prepare for your wedding, a big milestone, or just to enhance your day-to-day natural beauty. You guys know I will do just about anything to look good. And honestly, especially before the wedding, because I just wanted to look and feel my most confident self. Like, sorry about it. I I just wanted to make sure I was doing everything to make sure when I was walking down that aisle, I wanted to look damn good. So yeah, let's talk all things pre-wedding beauty tips. I came prepared. I wrote down some of the things I know I was doing. I thought back into the archives of my pre-wedding beauty routine. So yeah, let's get into some of the overall pre-wedding beauty tips. And then I'll kind of tell you what I personally did with my beauty timeline leading up to the wedding. So overall tips, the number one tip is just Do what you need to do to feel your most confident self. And at the end of the day, you're going to look beautiful no matter what. Like, keep that in mind. I know that this whole episode is about beauty, but you're going to look beautiful no matter what. And I always say to brides, your partner loves you the way that you are. So just, I know we're throwing a bunch of beauty stuff at you, but do not stress about all this. If you end up doing 10 things that I mentioned, great. If you end up doing nothing, still great. You're still beautiful inside and out. So just know that. And I always say a happy bride is the most beautiful bride, which is so cheesy, but so true. If you're smiling on your wedding day, that's the most beautiful. But let's talk beauty tips. So a big one that comes up, Everybody comes to me, they're like, you know, I did not anticipate how expensive all of this pre-wedding beauty was going to be. I tell people when making your wedding budget, you're talking about your dress, you're talking about how much catering is going to cost, how much a band or DJ is going to be. Literally factor wedding beauty into that budget. Like that way it doesn't kind of like blindside you at the end, but you're actually prepared. You're treating this as if it's like a whole nother vendor. Kind of factor it with your clothing budget. We, you know, we factor in clothing for the wedding. Why aren't we factoring beauty too? And I'm talking like hair, nails, skin, injectables, which we talk about more later in this episode. All of that stuff should fall under wedding beauty. And then in terms of like how much to spend, you make your wedding budget the way you want. I know we've done so many episodes about making your wedding budget. So I would say don't like spend 50% of your wedding budget on all of this or like a huge chunk, but you know, determine how important all this stuff is to you and then factor it in that way. If you want to splurge, great. If you don't, still great. But in my personal opinion, if you're going to splurge on beauty leading up to your wedding is the time to do it. Like treat yourself at the end of the day, you know? We only live once. So 
another tip, if you're trying anything new for the first time, you know, special facial treatments, lasers, fillers, anything like that, I definitely recommend starting as early as possible with these to get comfortable with them. Do them a couple times, not just once. Do not wait until the month or week of the wedding. I know that sounds so self-explanatory, but you would be surprised with how many brides procrastinate booking these things and then panic last minute two weeks before and they're like, I'm just going to get it. I think it'll look good. And then they're not happy with their results. So definitely like start these things in advance. I'll get into more of that in my timeline. On that note, let's get into the timeline. So when I got engaged, I'm I'm going way back now. When I got engaged in 2019, feels like forever ago, I kind of immediately when I started wedding planning, I got a little bit more serious about working out. That is not because of weight. I'm not a fan of sweating for the wedding. I hate that notion. This is literally for the mental health of it all. For me, my skin clears up more when I work out because it helps manage my stress levels. So it really is a skin thing at the end of the day. Everything goes back to skin for me, if you know me. I've struggled with acne in the past, but it's just like mental health and stress relief and feeling your best. I wanted to have some toned arms. I was wearing a strapless dress. I needed my arms to be toned and ready to go in that dress. So I did hit classes. I like a quick 45-minute workout in and out. I did those in the morning. It got me in a routine. It helped me keep me sane when I was up late at night doing my wedding spreadsheets and seating charts. I know a lot of people, a lot of brides are into reformer Pilates. Do not underestimate the power of, you know, SLT, solid core, things like that. But really whatever works for you. If you have a dog and you want to walk your dog as a workout, do that. You don't even have to work out. But for me, it was the it was the mental health of it all. So that was about a little over a year out. One year out, skincare became very important. So I am a big proponent of the monthly facial. I still do monthly facials to this day to keep my skin in check. It's like a lot of detoxing facials, a lot of extractions where you know, the esthetician or the dermatologist will go in and literally pop pores on my face to make sure I'm not breaking out. That makes such a difference for me. Leading up to the wedding, I was mainly doing dermaplaning and hydrofacials to keep my skin just like overall clear, looking like glass, hydrated. But again, talk to the experts and figure out what works best for you and your skin concerns. Again, you could even just do a relaxing facial for like the treat yourself aspect of it all. But I started that a year out. And then nine months out, I really started focusing on the hair. I wanted my hair to be naturally long and luscious. So I started growing it out, getting those small trims, really like working hand in hand with my hairstylist just to slowly build up my hair color. I wanted to be like this bright blonde, but I didn't want to go super bright blonde in one session and fry my hair off. So kind of like kept going back, working with my hairstylist to slowly build that up and the length. You know, I didn't, I I wanted healthy ends. So we would do trims. I just wanted that healthy, luscious hair for the big day. But definitely check out our other episodes because we've talked about hair. We've talked about getting extensions. Again, everyone's hair is different. So you may be like, okay, I'm good with my hair. Like got that. That's fine. Also, I've since gotten keratin treatments like after the wedding. I wasn't doing these pre-wedding 
but I love my keratin treatments now. So honestly, I wish I got those for the wedding day just because like they make my hair just like so much less frizzy and so much more easily manageable. So definitely talk to your hairstylist about potentially looking into those if you're interested. Okay, three months out. This is kind of crunch time. You'll hear later in the episode we talk about when to get Restylane fillers if you're interested in those. And our expert gives us advice on when exactly to do those for the first time before your wedding. For me, three months out, I was getting eyebrow microblading. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. But when I was 16, I overplucked my eyebrows like crazy. I came downstairs and my mom screamed. And it was because in those days, thin eyebrows were cool. I regret it every day to this day because I wish I had huge, luscious eyebrows. But I got eyebrow microblading, which I love. Definitely take a lot of research in this and find a person who's very good at it before you just like go to anybody if you're doing that. But also three months out was when I did my injectables. I got Restylane Kiss, which is Restylane's lip filler. And I had already gotten this before. It was not my first time getting Restylane Kiss, so I already knew what to expect. It was just the perfect amount of time before because by the time my wedding rolled around, you know, I felt very comfortable with where they were. I remember I had plenty of time to like determine if I wanted to go back and get a little more before the big day, but I was just so happy with the results. My smile looked great. My normal face not smiling looked great. I just, I loved it. I loved it. And then week of wedding. This is the week of routine, preferably over a week, but Do your last haircut and color, and this can be like a teensy little trim just to make sure your hair is looking its best. This way you get one or two washes like in between the wedding day. If you're like me and you never wash your hair like only once a week, you get like one literally before the big day and this last cut and color. And for me, I like that because when I first get my hair done, sometimes I'm like, it feels like a little off, but then I wash it one time and I'm like, okay, love it. And then on that Monday of the wedding, let's pretend your wedding's on a Saturday. That for me, that's the last facial and dermaplaning treatment. Again, everyone's different. You're going to already have been doing these treatments leading up to the wedding so you know your skin best, but that's when I did mine. I loved it. My face was freshly smooth, glowing, quite literally looked like glass and very hydrated. No breakouts. It was the best times. On that Wednesday, I would have gotten lash extensions, but I ended up just doing fake lashes. My makeup artist put them on me and they looked amazing. So that's not a necessity, but that is what I had scheduled. And then Thursday, the airbrush tan and the nails. The nails you get before the airbrush tan because if they massage your legs and stuff, you don't want that tan coming off. So nails first thing in the morning. Let's say your uh, rehearsal dinner's on the Friday, wedding's on that Saturday. So you would do nails first thing in the morning on Thursday. And then I got an airbrush tan. I know that's so controversial because people are like, do we get the tan? Will it rub off on the dress? It depends. Again, you know you best, but I loved mine. She did some sort of like clear solution that's meant specifically for brides that doesn't rub off. And sure enough, it looked freaking perfection. So yeah, that's the beauty routine. Hopefully I didn't miss anything. 
But yeah, the key thing here that we're talking about today is Restylane. So definitely if you're interested, add that item to your wedding checklist. I promise it'll be worth it. Restylane is the original aesthetic hyaluronic acid filler and a must-have addition to your to-do list. With fillers for your under-eye hollows, lips, cheek, chin, smile, and laugh lines, and even the back of your hands, Restylane has a wide range of fillers to help you look and feel your best on your wedding day. I was so glad I got Restylane, and I want to give you all as much information about it as I can. But as you know, I am not a healthcare professional, so I have brought on a skincare and injection specialist, Elizabeth Smith, PA, to tell you all about it. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to talk about getting bride ready today. Yes, we're so excited to have you. As I said, you know, I'm definitely no no expert on this stuff. I try to act like I am because I'm a huge fan of Restylane products. But, you know, we really wanted to consult with you, the actual expert, about all of this. So we've compiled a bunch of our most frequently asked questions from brides to ask you today about all things Restylane. So we can go ahead and jump right in. So just to start us off, can you explain Restylane fillers for us? Yeah. I mean, over the last 12 years, I've been injecting Restylane fillers and they've created this incredible, huge portfolio of hyaluronic acid filler. So they've taken hyaluronic acid and made a filler like they have one using NASHA te- technology, not like, you know, NASA, but NASHA. And mm-hmm. that's for their newest Restylane Eye Light. And what that means, it's, it's, it's this firm gel and it allows this beautiful light reflectivity under the eyes. So when it's placed under the eyes in like, if you want to be technical, the infraorbital hollows, or you might think of like tear trough or like where you have Mm. darkness. If you think about a photo, light reflection is so important because if we want shadows on our face, we want them to be under our jawline to create like sculpting or in our cheek area where we put our bronzer, but we don't want shadows under our eyes. So the amazing thing is they've created the, they've created these fillers to help create contours, some for the cheek, the chin, the lips, smile lines, laugh lines, even the back of our hands, which is kind of wild. I love it. I love that you mentioned like even the back of the hands because when you first think of filler, it's like, yeah, just you think of like lip filler. But like you said, there's so many different areas that they've created these products for. But if someone wants to get fillers for their wedding, how early would you recommend them to look into getting them? Yeah, it so depends on what they're trying to achieve. So you have to plan. I say come in like at least six to eight months before, and then we have time for touch-ups and um, to get you where you want to be. Okay, awesome. And that's for like first-time users who have never even dipped their toes in fillers before. So six to eight months, you heard it here first, try it early in advance. And then I feel like a lot of my friends and just brides that we hear from are always like, okay, but I need it to look natural. I do not want people to even like notice just natural looking results. So how much filler would you recommend people get, especially if it's their first time? Yeah. So it depends on the area. So if someone comes in and they're like, oh my gosh, Profile so important for a wedding, right? You're going to be mm-hmm. up on the stage. Everyone's going to see you from your side. So if you're looking for that like fullness under the chin to look a little bit less and you want your chin to be a little bit stronger so that jawline really pops, then you could have like a syringe, one to two syringes in the chin. If you're doing lips and you have petite lips, I want to enhance those, but keep your natural anatomy. So we might start with mm-hmm. a half syringe. 
and just make sure we enhance your cupid's bow and kind of lift up the edges of the lip. So everyone's so different. It just depends on what look you're trying to achieve. Yeah. And that's the the best part about working with providers like you. I always tell people, I'm like, just go into your provider and lean on them for this. Like I would never try to walk into my provider and be like, okay, now I need half a syringe. Like I trust her more than I trust myself. So that's why, you know, whoever is the injection specialist can definitely recommend how much to get. And then Going off of that, do you ever have people like they they go in kind of are conservative with it? Can they come back and get more if they feel like they want more? And and when would you recommend them coming back? Absolutely. So how I kind of explain even like the new eyelight filler, right? Hyaluronic acid loves water. And that's what creates this beautiful smoothing of wrinkles and plumping of the skin. And so we want to see how it integrates with the, the skin. And so after we get an injection and we wait at least two months, if not a month, come back, bring you back for a follow-up and make sure that it's kind of perfectly smooth or those lips are what you want them to be or the cheeks are looking nice and contoured. So I always say follow back up in about a month just to see if you want any touch-ups of that area because once it settles in, um, and that's what's cool about Restylane, right? They, they don't just make you a pillow face. They're going to give an integrative filler that actually goes into the tissues and doesn't just like stick there. So mm. it's going to move with you. And if you get your lips done, it's not just going to look like that your lips walk in the door before you do. Yeah. But yeah. I love whenever they come back for a follow-up before the, the big day for sure. I've noticed that with my own lip filler, it's like I am I have such an expressive face. I'm always doing these like wacky videos for work and the filler I've gotten moves with my natural facial expressions. So that's why I just love it. Okay, so let's say we have a bride, they've decided to get Restylane for their wedding. So walk us through what a typical consultation appointment and then the treatment appointment looks like. Yeah, basically I would say, "Hello, Nicole." Here is your magic mirror. I give you the mirror. Mm -hmm. I say, look in this mirror and tell me what bothers you the most. Is it that when you were taking a selfie, you had your sunglasses on and one eyebrow was higher than the other? And you're like, dude, mm. like, can we please balance out the asymmetry of my eyebrows? Or is it, okay, like I said, I want to strengthen out so the fullness looks a little less under my chin or the lips. So I basically do a full facial analysis where we look at all of those asymmetries and try to balance that because whatever bothers you is the number one thing I want to approach. So I'm going to say, okay, this is how we go about fixing what bothers you so that on your big day, you're like, wow, I feel so confident. I don't want to, I'm not going to hate any angle of these photos. And so we really look at like a 360 view to, to get you there. Awesome. And do you ever have brides or clients who come in and they just want one thing, make, like maybe it's just lips, or do you ever have people who are like, no, give me it all. I want under eye. I want cheek. I want chin. I want lip. I want back of the hands. Yeah. yeah, of course I do. Of course we see the whole spectrum of things. Some people are like, I just want lips. And then their chin is so recessed that from the side, it would look so off from a profile. So that's me as a provider, my where I either say no to more lips or I say, hey, we could do lips, but we have to balance that with the chin or the cheek um, and make sure we can maintain your heart shape. I think it's so important that if they like point out their under eyes, 
eye lights beautiful for that, but they might need their cheeks supported so they don't look like they just have apple poofs in their cheeks when they smile Mm -hmm. because we want to make sure we maintain like a contoured look. So yeah, I think it's so important to look at the whole face and I will give my feedback. So of course, if they say this thing bothers me, I'm going to say, great, let's see how we get you to that correction. Awesome. And now that I'm thinking about it, the back of the hands for a bride probably is a great thing because you're taking all the ring photos and you want your hands to look nice and youthful. Cool. And then, okay, let's say we have that bride. She's coming in six to eight months before her wedding. She's working with you, going through the consultation. What is the aftercare process like or the recovery, if you will? Yeah, and this is why we're not doing this the day before your wedding, because you definitely can bruise, you can swell. It's so typical. You know, it's not like, you know, it's not even, we use numbing cream. So even the process itself should be pretty, you know, painless. It's not really bad at all, but you definitely could have that bruising and swelling for one to two weeks, but that's where prep comes in. And, you know, it's so important to make sure you take those steps to avoid things that are going to be blood thinning to avoid as much bruising as possible. Totally. And I I will say like with Restylane products, I really haven't had as much bruising or swelling as I thought I would. I don't know. It's just, I feel like it's like, yes, those one or two days, but then after personally, from my experience, everybody's different. I like it a couple days after, but I'm always very pleased with the results truly because that natural look is so important to me. And that's what I feel like I get with Restylane a ton. So Great. So if they're like me, they get it for their wedding, you know, they want to continue the treatments after the wedding. How often would you recommend these brides come back to get treated? So whenever you're coming in for your treatment, I always just reassess the patient. So we're just looking because, of course, these have like up to one year indications depending on the type of filler. But when we look at that, we're saying, okay, we don't want it to be totally gone because we get used to this look that we have. So that six to nine month touch up is really ideal so that you just maintain this look instead of like letting it go all away. And then you're like, oh, no. Like let's start mm-hmm. over from the beginning. So I think that's that's kind of the the timeline I would say to come back in. Six to nine months, you said? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yes, that sounds about right. I'm coming up on that marker. I'm due soon myself. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah, you've answered a ton of our questions. I guess last big question we have is what are some of the potential side effects associated with injection treatments? Yeah, just like we talked about before, you can basically have that bruising, the swelling, the not so glamorous side of injections. Totally. I don't want you to come in and have this laundry list of things and you change so much that you don't feel yourself. So I think that's where those follow-ups are important and find the injector that says no, if it doesn't fit your anatomy, because it's not going to be the right fit for them, but that's where the wide range of wrestling fillers, you know, kiss is amazing for the lips. If Mm -hmm. you have like wrestling lift, it's going to contour your cheeks. So that's where your provider can go through all of that with you and be like filler. Do you know that it's a fifth of a teaspoon, one syringe? That's so true. It's, it's so, so t- It's so small. Yeah. So it's like whenever we tell you you need a syringe, don't. It's not a panic moment because it's like, oh, I just want to make these really subtle enhancements so that again, especially your under eyes, wrestling eye light was a huge addition to what we can do for brides because mm-hmm. looking tired is not it, right? Yeah. I mean, we're gonna party the night away, even the night before potentially our big day. 
I'm telling you, that's going to be my next thing I try is the under eye because I, I've had contour in the cheeks before, loved it, and it helped with my under eye a little bit too, actually. That's going to be my next thing is, is the under eye. Yeah. It's beautiful for the, uh, again, the right patient, but I mean, you're studying, totally. so here we are. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I think you hit the nail on the head. Like It's really like lean on your provider to tell you how much and to tell you no, tell you yes when you're asking for things because you guys are the experts. So um, so yeah, I hope this helped. Brides, if you have any other questions about this, definitely reach out to us, reach out to Elizabeth. But Elizabeth, thank you so, so much for joining us to talk about this. Where can everyone follow you? And you know, if interested, where can they look into getting Restylane? Yeah. So I am Elizabeth with an S. Everyone puts a Z in Elizabeth and I'm Mm. very strange, but Elizabeth Smith PA is my socials and NDRX is our little cosmetic dermatology practice in Nashville, Tennessee. You know, we, I have a history of oculoplastic surgery and cosmetic dermatology. So we bring a lot of fun to the table, but that is kind of how you can find someone at least in Nashville. Awesome. Wish you were in NYC, but we have plenty of brides in Nashville that I'm sure will be interested. So thank you so much. All right. Well, that's it for our bonus episode of Betches Brides. Thank you again to Elizabeth for joining us. And then, yeah, if you guys are looking for a Restylane specialist, definitely go to www.restylaneusa.com slash find dash a dash spec s p e c. That's restylaneusa.com slash find a spec. To achieve natural looking results with Restylane's family of products, it's important to seek treatment from a certified healthcare professional like Elizabeth. To learn more about Restylane and to find a specialist in your area, visit www.restylaneusa.com slash find a spec. And to start earning points on qualifying Restylane treatments that can be used for savings on future treatments, join Aspire Galderma Rewards. The Restylane family of products are indicated for people over 21 years. The most commonly observed side effects are swelling, redness, pain, bruising, headache, tenderness, lump formation, itching at the injection site, and impaired hand function. To learn more about serious but rare side effects and full important safety information, visit www.restylaneusa.com. Betches.